This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Hello and welcome back to the HBO Boys podcast. Today we're talking about Ted Lasso, Season 3, Episode 8. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> it's called... <laughs> it's called... We'll never have we'll Paris. We'll never have Paris. Sorry, I was scrolling. <laughs> yeah, you said it so confidently. Like, don't worry, Brian. I got this. Yeah, What? <laughs> You're French. They go to France. Not <laughs> well, well, we don't. Michelle goes to Dr. France. Dr. Jacob. Jake, you could call him. <laughs> Dr. Jake. Jake, you could call him. You don't got to call him doctor no more because he's not. Yeah. He's not your doctor. Um. So there's something very interesting about this episode. Now, uh, I'm going to just overview with saying that I did like this episode. It was definitely not my favorite. However, this episode is actually the lowest rated episode out of the entire series. Yeah, it sort of got review bombed, but yeah. usually usually when things get review bombed, it's from a group of people who are protesting or angry about something. Sure. But this one got review bombed because everybody didn't like it. Yeah, it, it you know, there was redeeming pieces, but it just Can no. I say the thing that I feel about this show? So yeah, go. it feels like it's four shows. Starring four different people. Yeah. And their stories are happening. And the fact that they're next to each other is just by accident. And that's unfortunate. I care about half of them. Yeah. (laughs) So it's tough, man. Yeah. You know what I'd like to see? Soccer. I I would, uh, you know, I'd like to see soccer. Now we did see. I'd love to see more goddamn soccer. Well, we did see exactly what we thought we were going to see. We we called it out that they were going to show a montage of them winning at the very beginning. And that's exactly what they did. We go ahead in time again. Is that the third time this season that Uh, they decided to do a sports-based montage? Sure. Is that too many times? Um. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's too many times. It's sort of a rhetorical question. All yeah. I know is that when it started happening, I was like, again, huh? Okay. Yeah. Well, I fi- I knew it was coming. That's how they progressed time. Because, I mean, like a soccer season is really I long. So. I, know. I know it's how you progress time. Yeah, well, I'm duh. aware they can't just be like, how maybe we do time machine, but only for the audience. And we do this in real time. I understand the montage was their only option. I'm just saying the choice from the very beginning to do the whole season yeah. and do multiple. Like there had to be a conversation of do we just cut and have on the bottom of the screen like three months later or Mm. do we montage it and three straight times when they had that conversation the end was montage (laughs) a montage yeah the music slowly fades out in a montage (laughs) (laughs) anyway this episode ted is going through it 
Yeah. Right? He thinks that his wife might be going to Paris to get engaged because, one, he knows she's going to Paris. That's a fact that's been told to him. Yeah, he finds that out. It's to his surprise. Yes. And they are dropping Henry off to be watched in London while Jake, Dr. Jacob, but you can call him Jake because he used to be your doctor. And now Jake this is weird. the snake. Jake the snake, obviously, yeah. is what his nickname is. And <laughs> him and your ex are going to Paris. And Ted is convinced 100% that they are going to get proposed to both of them simultaneously. Yeah. And that Dr. Jacob is going to propose to his ex while <laughs> they're in Paris. And I didn't like the way that Ted handled it just because he no. handled it poorly. Yeah. He like but went into panic mode. I, which he, he's apt to do. He gets panic yeah. attacks. That's like a thing that they've covered on the well, show many times. Panic attack versus like going into like panic reaction mode seems different. Yeah. And ignoring his son a little bit. Wanted oh, to yeah. do uh, PI based stuff, which is nefarious <laughs> so and sketchy. A little bit out of character oh for Ted Lasso. Out of character i didn't like it it felt it felt ewy yeah there were multiple times this episode where i felt ewy yeah and that yeah. was one of them yeah what was the I other do time under- uh when keely said as a joke that she sent a teacher a nude photo when she was 15 and uh the oh. audience at that point was supposed to be like <laughs> but i yeah. was like what yeah yeah the weird fuck, dude <laughs> that's supposed to be funny that sucks dude that sucks (laughs) oh whatever anyway point is i get it ted they're going to paris where love was invented yeah so him thinking she's going to paris and that means that she's going to get married that is the exact leap i would have made as well oh the diamond dogs disagree Uh, yes however you know in our real lives one of our old uh classmates just yeah. got engaged in paris was it in paris <laughs> yes, because that's was. where people get engaged <laughs> yeah. i don't know i so like, I felt like the diamond dogs weren't taking it seriously enough i understand no, they, they were trying to help their friend mentally be like listen it didn't happen yet so yeah. don't freak out but i was on ted's side 100 i was like are you kidding me <laughs> it's absolutely going to happen do you think totally that freak out do you think that they're just tired of his shit <laughs> maybe I, I maybe beard is reaching a point where his patience is being tried but sure. no i don't think so i think that they wrote the writing staff wrote what they thought those characters would say and perhaps mm. their viewpoint on the subject i just think their viewpoint is wrong <laughs> i mean definitely be like worried but to leslie higgins point like don't get upset about it if you if it's not even something that happened yet that's like Rule number one. <laughs> uh, scene. There will be a. There will be a scene here. Adam, you are playing uh, Ted Lasso, gotcha. telling the Diamond Dogs that your ex is going to Paris, and it's with Doctor Jacob uh, Ryan. Thanks. Hi, I'm Ryan. Thank you very much for being here, Ryan. You're playing all the Diamond Dogs, all of them <laughs> together, sort of in one amalgamation. Diamond Dog, rah 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 rah, and action. Uh, see, you know, boys, uh, you know, Michelle's going over to, to Paris with Dr. Jacob, who, who now wants me to call him Jake, which is really weird because, like, he knows our intimate feelings. And, uh, you know, if, if you don't want to have a, a, a thing, uh, insert Tedism here because I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, what, what, are y- what are y'all thinking about that? What? <laughs> they put all of our bodies together and now we're all limbs. <laughs> 
also, Paris, they're absolutely going to be getting married. <laughs> There's an arm in my <laughs> like Just an amalgamate. Like, uh, pretend they, they squished all of them to get, you know what I'm saying? Do, yeah, do you have well, a, do you have yeah, a visual sure. of what I'm, <laughs> yes. some sort of horror-based, but Paris, Eiffel Tower, they're absolutely <laughs> getting married. You're 100% correct, and you should be worrying. That's a thing that will, and by the way, it's, it, definitely happened there was definitely <laughs> dr jacob for sure asked her to marry him yeah uh, i'll oh, maybe 90 percent. i'll go 80 percent on that I, i'm thinking the same thing too yeah so yeah. oh he was right that's crazy because <laughs> his inference was based on contextual evidence of people who go Wild. to paris and uh, get also like, engaged. She, she's my wife so or my ex-wife so i kind of know her vibe do you think the bit where I um, dis- decided to put Beard, uh, formerly of the Independent, and Roy into one amalgam body where all their limbs were intertwined? Do you think that was funny? Um, yes, but I didn't hear one. Baby? <laughs> yeah, that makes or, sense. You prick! <laughs> That's a good point, man. <laughs> That's a good I point. I need some character development here. Yeah, Ryan. right. This there is not a, enough this is an arc. auditory medium. Now I'll get it. I get it. I, I'll be better. I'll be better. I'll, I I'm trust improve, you. I'm going to improve this for you. <laughs> for me. Okay, good. Did you see Ted pull a green matchbook out of his goddamn pocket? Yes, sure did. What's that Sure about? did. I don't know if that's just a choice that they made and it doesn't have anything to do with it, but that sure caught my eye. Because Dutchman had... Some right as well. Green matchbook. Uh oh, I don't. Mm, I don't remember. Okay, I don't remember either. Which yeah. is, I'm just saying that's a great episode, but I don't remember either way. Yeah, Rebecca's psychic predicted that the love of her life would have this matchbook, a knight in shining goddamn armor. Do you think that Ted and Rebecca are gonna hook up? I don't want them to. I want her to hook up with Amsterdam. Man. Same, but I never even thought of that. But honestly, like, yeah, people ship they, them on the internet. Yeah, they they have been there for each other this whole time and even though she was a fucking raging bitch season one shit they made well you know that's true though Uh, (laughs) even though she was a raging raging bitch Jesus, uh, Adam. They, they came back together and she apologized and they have this mutual understanding. You know, he, he, you can tell he very much cares for her. She very much cares for him. I never even thought of this. I, I'm upset with myself. I'm not upset with you. Okay. Thank you. So, I appreciate you. Because what a good friend. Also, after this episode where Ted asks her to help him spy on his ex, no. if she did like him prior to that, she should be like, he's fucking guys creepy. <laughs> Also, do you think that Rebecca made the call? Um, ooh, I, no, I, I want to believe that she didn't and was going to give him false, like a false information if she, if he asked for real. I, I think she did. There was really? a part of me that believed right when I saw it. I was like, I think she just didn't make the call and w- decided to like make a, a thing in her calendar to go off in a day or two to call him back and be like, I didn't yeah. do it because you're dumb. <laughs> But I don't know. Now, with some time in between, I think she did make it. And I think she does know. And I think Hmm. it doesn't really matter because the vibes were pretty clear at the end uh, between him, his ex-wife, and uh, Dr. Jacob. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also don't want Ted to get back with Michelle for some reason. Mm, I don't like it's not something that I'm like, wow, I really hope that happens. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. I think I do. She like she yeah, but she's kind of a bitch too. Yeah, well, again, <laughs> like, aggressive. But what I will I say wrong, is, Ryan? am I wrong? Am Listen, I wrong? I'm not saying she floated you- down in a bubble, Doug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, she's a wicked witch of the east, bro. <laughs> oh, that's one of my favorite videos. Of I love all it time. so much. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh shit! And okay. who's her sister? Okay, whatever. Anyway, yeah, no, a little part of me does this show. At its foundation, we were talking about this on the Succession podcast yesterday. <laughs> you can go listen to that as well if you're keeping up with Succession. But you can tell that this show's foundation is that of hope yes. and positivity and things get better. That's the mantra of the show. Sure. So I think it just makes sense that they come to terms with each other and that is perhaps what forces like we said at the beginning of this that maybe ted gets a job offer Mm, of like a midwestern ncaa or nfl team and that forces him back to america at the end of the season because i do think that is where we're going with this where something will have to pull him back to america and he'll have to make a choice that just i don't know narratively makes the most sense yeah maybe what pulls him back is his ex-wife being like let's give this a round two electric boogaloo baby (laughs) Yeah, I I just it seems too on the nose. Like I want something to surprise me, Um, and that's a little selfish, probably. But I do. Wouldn't it be not very happy if the end still sees Ted and his son separate from each other? Yes, but I I guess there are necessary evils for other storylines in in, you know in mm, writing anyway. I just think that this show is again. In a show based on hope, you yeah. leaving the main character and his son separate at the end of the show, a show that is made very clear that the main character has one daddy issues and two a dad <laughs> that killed himself. Right. If you leave them separate at the end, that feels very weird to me and like a wrong choice. So Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Like it it definitely is tracking that way, but there's just a part of me that wants it to surprise me. Sure. Speaking of surprising, Nate okay. banged that girl. Jesus. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Gosh, dude. You're okay. Yeah. No, he did. He did. <laughs> Do you have a problem with the way I project things, Ryan? <laughs> no, 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 no. I love the way you talk. I love the way you speak. Is it all that's good. I was just it caught me by surprise. And, and that's exactly what I want this show to do for me. Yes. So, yes, Jade and Nate now together now. Uh, it's weird and I hate it. I don't care about it at all. I don't I, either. I don't. I, I was so close to being a little bit redeemed on Nate last episode. This episode pushed me in the exact opposite direction. He's still a dick. He's not learning anything. He hasn't yeah. been rejected outwardly and to his face by Rupert yet, which is most likely the thing that will send him back in his uh, full on redemption arc i don't know when that's gonna be but i don't care like yeah remember last time where we were joking that we thought nate could have and should have got hit by that truck <laughs> yes. i still think that oh, i don't wow. care about no, that no, guy. there were there were a few little pieces here like that show his old personality that was showing through again and i i liked that but i still just i don't it's gonna happen but i really don't care about him anymore and i know the happy ending is that nate goes back to afc richmond Mm -hmm. ted takes him back and like roy retires or something or whatever ends up happening yeah he might get the head coaching job once ted leaves right right and roy is his assistant or which would be so weird oh no roy gets uh the manager job at chelsea dude (gasps) 
Ooh, that's oh, a good one. That's a nice one. Shit. Like that. That would be great. Maybe that happens, dude. Yeah. And then they Nate and Roy face each other. Oh. Or when Roy goes to Chelsea, he brings Jamie Tart along and they mm. win many a championship. Do you think that there's going to be a spinoff show called Roy Kent? Because he's I would here, watch the he's show. He's it. every fucking where Roy Kent, Roy Kent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would love a Roy Kent spinoff show. Yeah, I think I he wanna, is. I, I want to know, like, uh, like I would really love to see like him and the school teacher again. I think they were really great. Yeah, I want to see fuck him. She has been. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm I'm kind of bummed about it. I I want to see him and his niece because that was a very sweet relationship. Yeah, I want to see one. him and his sister because we these never are met all her. things I would rather be watching than Nate's bullshit. I know, dude. I hope it happens because they they were talking. There there were well they meaning the internet was saying there was potential for spinoffs. Which I would absolutely take. I love this world. It doesn't have to be Ted Lasso. Keely's going through it, dude. Keely's really going through it. So she has a predicament occur where oh, yeah. she is a part of a uh, a large amount of photos and videos that were hacked off of celebrities' phones are released into the world. This is based on something that actually happened yeah. multiple times where uh, just privacy laws out the ass were absolutely uh, torn asunder by people on the Internet. And it sets off a whole thing about Keely and Jack, as well as Keely and Roy and Keely and um, Jamie, Jamie Tart. Dude, yeah. dude, dude, dude. Uh, before you go into that, something that made me laugh when I was thinking about it after I watched it was that uh, security breach that happened for real was yeah, yeah, yeah. done on iCloud. Yep. Do you think that this is Apple like realizing their fault and kind of making fun of it a little bit? Mm. Because this is an Apple TV yeah, show. I didn't I didn't <laughs> think about that until you just said it. It was an iCloud hack. <laughs> yeah, but in the show they make it an email hack. That's weird, right? Right, right. So I don't know hmm. if it's I wonder if it's some way to like maybe diffuse it a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, that's odd. No, I don't think so. I think this is completely independent of Apple. I and bet they the, approved it. <laughs> yeah, they had to be taken the idea. And the idea probably had to start at that table like, I know this is gonna be a little weird to hear because be it was your guys <laughs> your guys' faults. Uh, and you're a large part of this fucking issue. But uh, if you don't let us do it, we'll say you told us not to, and that will somehow be worse. Anyway, <laughs> and Apple was like, okay, but you got to make an email, not iPhones. And they said, got it. Yeah, right, right. You can't can't say, oh, my iCloud leaks. <laughs> that is very accurate. Yeah. So we've been waiting for Jack to be good guy or bad guy. We yeah. haven't really been able to understand that yet. She's been love bombing Keely, but eh, I mean, that's really here nor there. Yeah. Uh, it, it, Jack really hasn't been fleshed out all that much. Jade and Jack are sort of both on a tier of character where ah, it's hard to care about them because they've been given so little. Yeah. And like, I... Um... I was never sure about Jack, really, from the moment she entered the show. I think mm -hmm. that she's really, um, uh, like, soulless, kind of. She's a rich white person, <laughs> yeah, I think, but is I the main problem. Know, yeah, she, she's just very an, a very empty character. I have a fuck ton of money. I'm going to spend money on you. I bought you this first edition book that's probably $200,000. Like, dude. <laughs> I like your impression. Yeah. 
They are about to go see Bernard Arnault, the current world's richest dude, (laughs) the next day. Uh, Right when this happens, that gets canceled. Jack doesn't ask and apologizes for not asking, but that still doesn't make it okay. Yeah. And she does that. Plus, she makes a statement with her father and their lawyers. And she gives it to Keeley. The statement is fucking ludicrous because it, 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 it would infer, it doesn't infer, it just straight up says that it was Keeley's fault. And Keeley's like, it's not my fucking fault. My shit got stolen. Yeah. I made that for me and for my partner, both of us consenting adults. This is not my fault. And uh, it will end up that her now, I think, ex-girlfriend was like, yeah, it is. Yeah. Now, what about the investment into the company? Yeah. So this is where complicated. Huh? This storyline is getting a little bit more interesting just yeah. because of what that, what's at stake here. And I want Keely to succeed as a character. I think she's great. Although her stories have been kind of boring. Uh, I, I don't want it to be. I don't want her to be like kicked to the curb, right? <laughs> yeah. Know? My main issue with this is it feels like a sex in the city storyline. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Which, does. by the way, I'm not putting down sex in the city. I'm just saying it feels like a storyline that is I'm like, it's a big swing. It sucks sure. that it's a big swing, but it is yeah. to have this be a, a part of this show specifically. It just feels misplaced. I don't know. Either way, they tackle it in a very graceful way. Sure. And I agree with the politics of the episode, which is basically Keeley's point of view. I agree with 100%. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it does make for a weird moment with Roy where he fucks up and oh my asks, yeah that was weird <laughs> he asked a, a selfish question that scene made my skin crawl a little bit yeah just the thing he was thinking nonstop. yeah got the better of him clearly and he wasn't actually him. yeah he actually asked it right Ugh. which you weren't supposed to do especially because this is a person you care about you know they're in pain and then you make it about you that's exactly why it was wrong and he oh, yeah. immediately figured that out by saying the f word to himself multiple times after she left but it doesn't mean you didn't do it so yeah. the same Can't thing with jack right doesn't mean you didn't give her that first uh statement even though you disagree with it quote unquote you gave it to her anyway but yeah. we all keep uh, people you go you keep apologizing but somehow like when keely and her are at the mini golf place mm. and she introduces keely as oh, her friend yeah yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, no good yeah and then that the other lady walked away and there wasn't immediately a fight i was like this is bullshit yeah it's weird i think that was maybe keely coming to terms with that this is not cool (laughs) i don't care this is cupcake phase i don't care if this is whatever version of a new relationship they have sure bullshit that that wasn't a fight the moment in in any standing in paris about to get gosh dang proposed to if you did that (sighs) your partner in every scenario should turn and be like what the fuck was that yeah how dare you (laughs) explain that to me what you just did you dick and then the icing are you embarrassed by me you piece of shit (laughs) embarrassed by you yeah the icing on the cake with jack though was her saying the line uh, something along the lines of uh that keely will hurt her reputation Mm -hmm. i can't be seen with a a partner that is nude on the internet you know like that like that now jack is like this is about me now forget about you 
Yeah. And I was glad that it was sort of perfectly summed up between a Rebecca and Keely conversation where uh, Keely is asked, what can I do to help by Rebecca? And her response was change the world, change time so that women aren't constantly being judged uh, for how sexual they are while also being sexualized against their will. And I was like, oh, that was a fucking you put a bow on that thing. It was great. It was so good. So, yeah, Jack's out. Roy is in a weird spot. Uh, Oh, and then the Colin thing, the Colin thing. Isaac takes his phone because that's also, I think, uh, some more grace was shown with Jamie's view on the. By the way, Jamie has so many deodorants. It's unbelievable. What are what some deodorant it? names it, that you think it should be? It it was wait it, it's it's the European version of Axe. Yes, uh, but there was one in there that was real weird. <laughs> that, yeah, I think that's le- the one Colin picked. Leather and tobacco. That, no, no, no. That's fine. You don't like tobacco. Oh no, you don't like leather. I hate leather. Right. I worked in but, a leather store, and it's PTSD for leather. <laughs> but the one that Colin chose was like something out of fucking left field. <laughs> I see cows in my dreams. I see Cal anyway, in my dream. <laughs> in the locker room, they have a conversation where they all have to go through and delete all ex-girlfriends off their phones. Yeah. Because that's shouldn't be their property anymore, especially when they're famous and something like this exactly can happen. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was in this moment I was like, oh, the video that she made must have been for Roy because Jamie was very adamant about taking all the stuff off of his phone. Oh, yes. Yes. And he he well, we find out that it was, in fact, to Jamie. (laughs) Yeah, because it was email. And going back to your very interesting point about the iCloud Apple thing, because we are watching this on uh, Apple TV. But during this, Colin goes somewhere else to delete his files because he is currently not out of the closet. And Isaac takes his phone, looks at it, and then gives it back and then walks away and says nothing, which is concerning. Yeah, obviously we can assume what he saw as he was deleting pictures. Correct. And I hate that Isaac, a character that I like, didn't like give him a little nod or something. Well, so the next episode of this show eludes that their relationship as friends is tested. So I wonder if... Isaac will come back and say, why do you like be mad at him that he didn't feel like he was comfortable enough to say it to him? Yeah. Because they were good friends. Yeah. I don't think they're going to make Isaac homophobic. No, no, I don't I, think so either. And, and kind of go down and like go down the road of let's teach Isaac the character uh, about something he doesn't understand is an, and is afraid of. I don't think that's mm-hmm. the road they're going to go down. I agree with you. I think Isaac is going to be mad. I think Colin is going to misunderstand Isaac being mad for homophobia. For sure. For sure. And then Isaac sure. at the end be like, no, I'm just mad you didn't trust me. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm mad that you didn't trust us. We've been working all year on we are one. We are a team inclusion. How right. do you not trust all of your brothers with this? How do you not think we'd be happy for you? Like just have an anger about it kind of. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And that that's kind of his vibe anyway. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I think, why he didn't do the little nod. But because then you have a whole episode where we just described what I exactly think it's going to be. And you lose (laughs) that. We might not need to uh, review next episode. (laughs) Yeah, no, we just kind of we got it, dude. Yeah. Oh, no. A hundo. A hundo percent. Let's go back to Ted for a little while. Sure. Because him and Henry are chilling. They are chilling. 
they decide to go to a soccer game and there's only one. That was pretty funny. Oh, that that was a great. And and this is also one of those things that makes me really like this show even more, even if the episode wasn't that strong, is just that Ted's cool with like this inclusion of these teams. He does not feel animosity that the other teams feel towards him. He wants people to succeed and do well. And even if it is at the detriment of his own team, and he's happy to be there with his son. Beard hated it, <laughs> but, but yeah. like, he was just happy to be there. I and like watch that Nate. Beard said he had to go home and get his stuff and he has to stand <laughs> that way because he represents. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to a place that I just, just not chill. I have to represent AFC Richmond and I will do so to the best of my ability. Full coach attire in the stands. 100%. So good. So they go. They wave to Nate. Gives Nate another chance to redeem himself or at least go up one redeem point on the redeem scale. He doesn't. He, he agrees doesn't. with Rupert, who says Ugh. that Rupert will never let Ted in again, which is so good. angry. I hated that. He was ready to fucking send something positive. Like, dude, grow a pair of nuts, dude. There are four episodes left. He can't learn his lesson yet, Adam. uh, Well, he fucking should. I know. I agree with you. I'm just (laughs) saying. That's just not how this works. I know. I do like the scene where... I don't know if I like it. I half liked the scene where Nate tried to have his own version of the Diamond Dogs. He pulled in two jackasses and was like, okay, this is not going to work. I hated it. Because he called him like the Love Hounds or something. I was like, no. (laughs) Nope. Yeah. I thought it was a good attempt at a joke. (laughs) It was part of a storyline I don't care about. He so desperately wants to be accepted again. (laughs) It just isn't working. Yeah. So back to Ted, though. Other than that, he is preoccupied with the idea that his ex-wife is going to get remarried, which I don't judge him for all that much. That is uh, terrible. His worst nightmare. It's what he came to Europe to avoid. And it just keeps coming back on his doorstep in the worst ways possible. So I get it. But he does mess up a little bit by not being as present as he should be with his son, who he never sees. Right. Visiting from the U.S. across the world, he's letting him sit with Beard, talking on the phone about how he's investigating his (laughs) ex-wife. Like, so weird. Very out of character, like you said. Yeah. Swarmy bullshit. I don't like it. No, me neither. Why'd you do that, Ted? Yeah, Ted. Man who I'm supposed to like, Ted. What are you doing? (laughs) How dare you? Your swarmy ass bullshit. Just go sing Hey Jude with your son. You bitch. How dare you? I'm aggressive now. (laughs) But he gets the sense knocked into him. Oh, yeah. And he goes over there. Uh, I think we skipped a little bit, but his wife was being flirty at the beginning, right? A little flirty. Yep. A little bit flirty. At the very least, Dr. Jacob went to the bathroom and Ted and his ex-wife were talking in a way where I don't maybe not even flirty. It was just they meshed so well. Yeah, it was comfortable. They were two puzzle pieces that had been away from each other for a very long time thrown to the opposite ends of a living room behind the TV and behind the couch but once again found and put back together and, and it completed completed the beautiful portrait that is <laughs> their marriage <laughs> yeah anyway <laughs> <laughs> so that continues at the end when uh she walks in he grabs her hand to see if there's a ring on it creepy let her go Ted. <laughs> yeah, how dare was, you he was very aggressive super aggressive but yeah. she doesn't and she again not flirty just 
kind of perfectly meshed good for each other sure immediate vibes between them while dr jacob is outside getting his picture taken by (laughs) selfies a a phone (laughs) or a phone booth which is not something like a vibe i think you would have after you get rejected in paris (laughs) yeah right so do you think that it's his like coping mechanism as Mm. he is a divorce attorney or divorce divorce therapist yeah marriage counselor one of those yeah yeah it's possible that the explanation is i'm trying to be present no matter what and even though my heart is broken i'm still here and i don't know when i'm ever going to be back take a picture of me that might be the thing that sucks about it too for dr jacob is that he like went to go into he like went to go give michelle a kiss when she came down to the cab yes she very much backed away yep so they're not they're either got in a fight something happened in paris so i don't know that is i was so mad at ted because he was weird he was being weird the whole time for sure for sure still like the best storyline of the episode yeah absolutely so i think if they expanded on it and didn't leave it for a whole nother episode the um isaac colin one would probably be pretty good because again you're dealing with characters the the locker room characters now they're not like normally mainline story characters yeah and the episode ends with jamie tart showing up at keely's place we find out that his email was hacked and that's yep. where all this came from so Bummer. it was for jamie by the way roy you probably know that right i, oh, I don't know he did he's hear how know that he did ha- hear how like confident jamie was in the locker room so maybe that was kind of rattling through roy's mind like okay sure. if it's not jamie then who the fuck is it <laughs> Still, though, don't ask. But uh, Jamie comes over and (laughs) just exudes his character arc, his redemption arc that is complete. Love it. Love him. And apologizes because this is his fault. And Keely's like, no, it's not your fault. And he was like, yeah, it is. (laughs) And they (laughs) hug. And he is being incredibly supportive as a friend while uh, her perhaps ex-girlfriend is being a dick. So that's different. You see how that's different? Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time different. So before this episode started of us talking, you said that you have a fact about this episode. Did you already say it within your other words? I did. It was the first thing I said. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) It was the lowest rated episode of the entire series. Yeah, it was not good. I didn't like it. You want to know what the second lowest one was? Sure. The Beard standalone episode. No. Yeah. I... mm. Like I said last time, it was a little weird and out of place. Yes, it was. I think in retrospect, the beard episode is uh, Attack of the Clones. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you look back on it and be like, well, at least it wasn't Phantom Menace, you know? (laughs) And this episode was Phantom Menace. (laughs) Oh, that's a bummer. (laughs) That was a suck, dude. Speaking of Star Wars, may the fourth be with you, Ryan. And also with you. Lift us up to Obi-Wan. Ooh. So <laughs> right, you want to do your wrap up thing? Yeah. So uh, next week's episode is La Locker Room of Folly. Ooh. So it's fucking French. Yeah. We're staying fuck in France. That shit. <laughs> staying in France. I didn't love Rebecca's line. Uh, the Eiffel Tower is oh, a yeah. lamppost with a publicist. Yes. That shit rules. That's yeah, a good line. That's great. It's so good. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us. 
Adam, the patrons. Patrons, thank you. Sunshine, Connor O'Dow, Jamie Lochner, James Watch My Dong, Chris Wood, Brent Ginn, Craig, John Jewers, Major Woody, and Carol Andreas. Thank you so much for your subscriptions. Please tell all your friends and family if you're liking what you're hearing. Uh, share it to your socials if you like. Also, please follow us on TikTok at yeah. the H-B-O-B-O-I-Z. Uh, you can duet, you can share, you can like all that fun stuff over on the talks. And, and you can repost the- it. Repost and you it. can repost it. Yes, please repost it and favorite it and all that good stuff. All makes me happy. Yeah, all that stuff. We all have a Patreon where the patrons are. Patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z. It's a dollar a month and you get right now four extra podcasts a month. Woo! Which for a dollar, it I don't know, that sounds like a pretty good deal. It sounds like a good deal. Yeah, we just, uh, we're doing a countdown right now of our top five favorite movies. We just recorded uh, our number two movies. Next week is number one. So if you want to give a dollar and then listen to all of those, catch up and uh, be there for our number one movie next week, you can do that. We have a succession podcast going at the same time uh, with me and Justin. So you can go listen to that. That's been really fun. That podcast, like, I like when a thing becomes... Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, get it out. <laughs> I like, I like when a thing becomes a thing within a thing. Oh, you know? wow. Okay. Well, like, I'm going to be be honest with you. I I have not listened because I do actually want to watch Succession. No, I get that. The Succession that like season of podcasts that we've done for Succession season four has like inside bits and thing like running jokes okay and because it's a show that really allows for that kind of thing and is funnier than ted lasso is so uh <laughs> it's funnier and more dramatic it's a better show overall but uh it, it's been a lot of fun so you can go listen to that as well uh, and then you know we have four more episodes here and i don't know i still think i bet the finale of this show is dope i don't think I they're really gonna fuck it. it up i want it to be good so badly i think they're going to have a weird five to six honestly i think the episode it will be like the first time anyone's ever said you know the last season of that television show all of the episodes were dog shit <laughs> except for that one in the middle that one fucking ruled <laughs> i hope and that's not the case the finale the finale yeah. was good i just i don't know that's the vibe i'm currently getting yeah yeah i don't want to admit it to you admit what that you're kind of right <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know and but i, I still, think i'm being I'm that being, being very said, kind <laughs> I, I i still absolutely love this show and you know, not every season, not every episode is going to be perfect, and I don't expect it to be. But, you know, a redeeming episode here and there would be really great. <laughs> this is going to be seen as the Game of Thrones of comedy. No! Yeah. <laughs> no! It really is. No! I hope not. God, remember when Ted Lasso was good, those first three oh, seasons? Well, on. two and a half. It's the same exact thing as remember when Game of Thrones were good, the first six seasons? Well, yeah, no, or seven seasons. No, no, well, six. It was It was six. <laughs> Remember when West Wing was good? Well, the first four seasons. Yeah, but the Supremes in season five was good. Glenn Close was in it. I mean, John Goodman. You're, Yeah, they're doing a good job. No Aaron Sorkin, but still. I hope that's not the case. I still have hope for Ted Lasso. Hey, at least I, I said I think the finale is going to be good. I, I don't even know if it deserves that, but it's what I feel in my bones. It deserves it. Okay. <laughs> Great place to end.